Hey, it's Ian Aber, and we are back with another episode of Straight People, the podcast for straight people by queer people, because straight people don't have what? Enough. They don't have enough. They wanted to take the fucking government yesterday or the day before or whatever. So we have this cute little podcast to keep y'all in check for a fucking minute, okay? Um, please welcome my guests. Uh, very funny. You're not in Atlanta anymore, though. You're you're in where? North Carolina? I'm in, I'm in Landis, North Carolina, yeah. uh, just like hiding out. Okay. <laughs> Riding out the pandemic in North Kakalaki, please welcome Kevin Delgado, aka Delgado. Hello. What up? Nice to see Thank you. you for How having you me. Thank I've you. Been for good. Doing it. Yeah. How's the How's your pandemic? Uh, it's been all right. I had you know a few moments of like straight up just panic. Yeah. But you know I'm good now. <laughs> are people masked where you are? Or, like you're out? Are, Fuck are you... no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm in, I'm in like deep trunk country. Like I'm like maybe 45 minutes outside of uh, Charlotte. Okay. But I would say like maybe in April, I got called a, a pussy faggot for wearing a mask at the food line. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I was wearing my earphones. So I just pretended I didn't hear. <laughs> I, just walked uh, I would have been like, well, I had that experience though. I was, I did a show, like a socially distant show in Savannah at a church and I drove. <sighs> And in between, I know, the church, but it was good. They were like, <laughs> they're like, they were only five people got up and left when I said I was gay. So it was like a oh, great, great, great show. Great <laughs> show. Um, and, uh, but, but in between, driving in between, there was some small town that I was in and I was in the gas station and all the people who worked at the gas station were wearing masks and they were also all black. And then all the people in the store besides me were all white, not wearing masks. And I was standing in line and the guy in front of me turned around and looked at my mask. He said, you ain't from around here, are you? And I said, yeah, and I don't want fucking COVID. So stop breathing on me and turn your fucking face around. We're not in a relationship. And then he didn't talk to me the rest of the time we were in the, but let me tell you, like when I finally got up to pay the look on the cashier's eyes, like I couldn't see them smiling, <laughs> but they were smiling. I was like, turn the fuck around. We ain't in a relationship. Um, but anyways, okay. I love that. So enough about the pandemic. <laughs> We're here to talk about straight culture, if there even is such a thing. So first question I ask all my guests, got to put you in the hot seat, got to call you out. How do you identify Delgado? Uh, easy answer, gay, uh, more complicated <laughs> answer. I'm probably somewhere on the bi spectrum. I just, this moment in time, I only seek out relationships and, and hangouts with guys. Okay, nice. And um, how, like, when, when you were, so did you identify as bi first? Uh, no, so I, I, I think I, I identified with bi, like, after I came out as gay. Okay, okay. Uh, but I was, I was straight until I was 25 straight. Straight? straight. Uh, and then, uh, and then 25, I was just like, no, dude, I, 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 I like guys. Like, <laughs> I'm not yeah. going to deny that. But so I had, like, dated first... women and stuff. Yeah, yeah. What was your first inkling as a as a youth, as a child? Like how how far back does it go? Like not necessarily I know I'm gay, but there's something different about me than all the other boys. I grew up, uh, you know, Latino, so I was around a lot of like Catholic people. So I, I knew <laughs> very early on. Really, uh, I know I know two instances, and uh, just a caveat on top. Me and my mom have a, a great relationship now. Yeah, like, she's super cool, very supportive. Uh, she's like she's she's a, a fag hag, like like too, like too much so uh okay. like she's upset like she told me she's upset like i wasn't the gay kid. i'm not the gay kid she deserves because i don't want to go shopping and shit with her and it's just, oh she wants yeah she I wants get, a gay 
best yeah. friend. And I'm like, mm. yeah, that's you're not, not me. You're, you know, <laughs> stereotype enough for her. I, I love it. That happens though. No, uh, but <laughs> that definitely happens. But uh, so, two two instances when I was young, uh, my mom was super. She had me when she was 21, uh, but she had a lot of pressure from like her family to like look, you know, ca- you know, Catholic or whatever, be the Catholic mom. Uh, so there was one instance when I was like five, uh, still up in Jersey. I had a friend named Danielle and she was a little bit older, but she was taking dance classes and she yeah. was just over. She was doing dancing and she was showing me, you know, a five-year-old kid. I'm just like dancing with her. All kids are gay. To, like, to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, they're all yeah. gay shit. They're all uh, like super flamboyant. So I was just dancing and uh, my mom and her mom, my, I could tell my mom was upset, but her mom was like laughing, like they're having fun. And then when oh, they yeah. left, I remember getting whooped real bad. Oh, she was just wow. Like, we don't dance like girls yeah and then my dad came home and bought me ice cream so that was cool and then when we moved to north carolina (laughs) mixed message there though right well my dad is uh he had the best like reaction to me coming out when i told him because he was uh i was in the car with him before i moved to atlanta and i was like hey uh just let you know i'm gay he just took like a hot second just sat there and then was like oh like freddie mercury because he loves queen and i was like yeah sure (laughs) like whatever but he's super supportive uh (laughs) But this other time when we moved down, uh, I was about seven years old. And this, uh, I remember this being like the first time I kind of like, it clicked in my head that like, there's like a distinction in, in people that, you know, are not like everybody else, I guess. Uh, but we were walking around our neighborhood and there was just two guys, I, if they were gay or not, I'm not sure. But one of them had like, kind of like a limp wrist. And my mom like kind of pulls me close and she's just like, that's, it's not okay to be that way. Like, we don't be like that. And then my dad pulls me over. He's like, I don't say this a lot, but don't listen to your mom. Like, you don't know who those people are. <laughs> because he's all, it, it was always like they were both like those two, like yeah. the, the the demon and the angel just telling me fucking opposite shit all the time. That's so hilarious. Like, oh, I'm so fucked up. <laughs> but what your mom did was help you like, like, because I've had that same experience where like my mom was like, those two men at the end of the beach, don't go down to the end of the beach because that's the gay side of the beach. And I'm like, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. You know what I mean? Yeah, when we lived in Guam, there was a, there, it was like a really long stretch of beach, like two or three miles. And there, where we would be, would be about a mile away from what would be considered the gay side. And, gay and back side. then, we're talking like maybe four gay people at the beach together, but everybody needed to stay away because <laughs> that was the gay side of the beach. And so we'd be, I'd be like eight years old and my mom would be like, don't go to the gay side of the beach. And I'd be like, I'm just going to go pick shells. And I would go, I would go as far as she would let me. And then she'd be like, come back, you know, like, do you want a Capri Sun? And I'd be like, oh. I don't know what I was gonna do when I got to the gay side of the beach I just knew that's where I belonged do you know what I mean like I knew for a fact that the gay side of the beach was you know gonna be way better than what I was dealing with but um, (laughs) but I do think it's funny because you say that like you were like five years old and and that all kids are gay what it really is is that um like at five years old you have just begun to be socialized in school and you don't really learn about like how boys are supposed to act and how girls are supposed to act until you start going to school. Cause like there's what your parents teach you. And then there's what you watch your peers do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I think that a oh, lot of sure. kids, especially like, that's how I was when I was little was, I didn't know the when I found out I was gay was I heard my voice recorded on a tape 
Death. Because <laughs> oh, I, I used to do like little TV shows and stuff to myself in my room because I didn't have any friends. Um, and I heard, and I would be like, hey, this is Ian Aber. And then I played it back and it was like, you're gay. And I was like, oh God. <laughs> um, but that's what I knew what everybody was talking about because they always would talk about how flamboyant I was or what, you know, and I didn't understand. And then when I heard yeah. my own voice, I was like, hmm, you know. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so you dated some girls. Um, yes. Uh, you break any girl like did you have to come out to any of your your exes or do they like have you had those have you ever had that conversation did um, you i guess did yeah. you come out to an ex while you were dating them or later and no was that for sure later like? uh, uh so i went from like 19 to 25 like not being in a relationship having sex doing anything like at all just trying to figure my own shit out yeah uh, because i had gone out of like a super bad relationship with this uh with this girl it was uh it started off bad like we met i used to be like a real uh punk kid like i just would just not give a fuck about shit and just go to shows all the time yeah. and we met at a show and then uh had sex in my car outside of the show while people were around and then just that led to being like our relationship all the time just super toxic just getting fucked up all the time yeah and then she just was fucking worst dude oh my god she she just like ruined women for me for a very long time and i hate to say that but she's just a toxic toxic person she you know, would freak out. Do you like, see she, her? Do you know her on social media at all? Nothing. But this, the last I heard, she, uh, this was MySpace like years. So she started posting some other girl's picture as herself on MySpace and then just started acting super weird. And that, I, and I just like, I was like, nah, I'm going <laughs> to distance myself from this real hard. Wow. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, and that was your last, did you date any other girls after that? Or you were like, okay, I'm done. I'm never dating any other girls. Yeah. And then uh, as far as guys, do you what's your longest relationship with a guy? A year and a half. Yeah. yeah. Better? It was better? It was great. It was great uh, until it ended. But <laughs> <laughs> well, they're always really fun until they end. Um, yeah. Unless you're the one who wants to get out and then get the ending is sometimes the best part. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so have you been, um, you been doing any uh, stand up or anything? uh i mean performing during the the pandemic you guys were doing I, you had a web series for a little bit right yes uh that was fun um now a lot of people that. watched it yeah well um, tell people where it is because it's still out there right yes it's on instagram and uh youtube at selling in tv but it's a uh, me and two other former um atlanta comics spencer taylor and nick alexander uh they came up with this uh concept for just doing something on zoom like immediately like i remember it was like we went to lockdown and i got like an email from nick saying hey do you want to do this show that me and uh, spencer just kind of wrote up and i was like yeah yeah i'm down and so we just had so much fun doing that and then we just kept it going and so we started writing and i wrote a few episodes on it uh that i'm super proud of and we just i don't know we just started it, we vibed really well with each other and it just it's such a good show it's just about this like a little pod of like people that you know sell insurance and then now they have to do it over zoom and how they're okay. like doing that yeah while also like dealing with like a hostile takeover of the company by like a, a larger conglomerate okay. so it's a lot of fun and it's super super I, i'm super proud of it and i hope more people would have watched it uh we'll make sure to send me links for it and i'll include it when we promote Hell the yeah. awesome for sure 
All right. So just like straight culture, we're taking a hard turn. Okay. <laughs> we interviewed you. You're relatable. You're gay. You have a backstory. A lot of people could have experience, but from a different twist because you're Latino and the Catholic stuff. And so boom, you got a dad who supports <laughs> you because he likes Freddie Mercury. And sometimes that's all it takes. You know what I'm saying? You got a mom who like loves that you're gay, but kind of wishes that you were more of like a fashion gay because she needs a new best friend. And it's like, that's a little bit more about like the intimacies that she needs in her life and not about the kind of gay person you are. But we're gonna take a turn, okay? We're gonna go to the next part of the the um thing. If I can find my freaking where's the oh there we go. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna do the quiz with you if you don't mind, because the quiz is yeah. Okay, so you're uh you're gay, so you are uh, by law required to love RuPaul's Drag Race. We just right, talked about right. that. Um, <laughs> so I, I did this little quiz with another uh, another guest with Katie Hughes, um, who was a super fan of of drag. Um, and I, I just had so much fun doing it. So what it's going to be is, is I'm going to give you a quote from a drag queen from a season of RuPaul's Drag Race from older seasons because you haven't seen the last okay. couple. And you're going to guess who it is. And for an extra bonus point, who they were talking to or what they were talking about. Okay. okay. All right. So the um, first one is, yeah, fuck my drag, right? Oh, that's um, Kennedy. Yes. Do you know who she's, you know who she's it was milk. To? It was milk, right? Talking yes. To oh, you're going to be good at this. Okay. Yeah, milk was complimenting everyone in the room but Kennedy. <laughs> and Kennedy was like, bitch. Okay. Um, I'm feeling very attacked right now. Mm. Choo-choo-pee? No, uh, it was Laganja Estranja. Um, when all of them were pointing out that she talks like a ridiculous cartoon character all the time. And she's like, that's just me. That's just who I am. Death trap, death trap, death trap. <laughs> okay, this one's easy and it's very short. Party. Oh, that's, um, oh my God, I love her. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Adore, Adore Delano. Correct. Um, <laughs> Party. <laughs> I love long walks on the beach, big dicks and fried chicken. <laughs> Is that, that's not Latrice, is it? No, guess again. <laughs> you know this, you already said her name once before. Oh, it's Juju. It is. <laughs> okay, this next one. Back rolls. Alyssa Edwards. You got it. Okay, this next one. <laughs> I don't have a sugar daddy. I've never had a sugar daddy. If I wanted a sugar daddy, yes, I could probably go out and get one because I am what? Sickening. I send this video to people just in conversation randomly. <laughs> uh, but that is Miss uh, Miss Shangela. Absolutely. <laughs> I watch that one from time to time just to remind myself that that's what kind of girl I am. I ain't no young person. I'm um, sickening. <laughs> um, is there something on my face? Oh, Pearl. It's a RuPaul. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're good at this. Okay. Um, these aren't that hard to either, I don't think. But uh, go back to Party City where you belong. It's Fifi to uh, Sharon. Yes. But what did, what did Sharon just call her? She called her a, a Party City, uh, what was it? Party City. No, she oh, called her a, a tired ass showgirl. Showgirl, that's right. right? Take her ass back to Party City. That's right. Okay, this one is, e this should be easy. Choices. Fuck. That's a choice. 
Oh my god, it's like at the tip of my tongue. I don't know. Tatiana. 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 You forget about Tatiana sometimes. I um, do. <laughs> um, okay. The shade of it all. That's the trees. Absolutely. Um, Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Miss Vanjie. Every every annoying midtown gay in 2018. <laughs> That's Miss Vanjie. Yes. Of house. Who's her oh, drag mother? Fuck. She's not O'Hara, is she? No. No. <laughs> She's a Mateo. Oh. Vanessa Van. My favorite thing about um, Vanjie oh, is how deep her voice is. I was about to say, I gotta get in this quick drag. Boy, I gotta get in this quick drag real quick. She sounds like what I've always pictured a drag queen to sound like. Right? <laughs> um, okay. Your tone seems very pointed right now. Mm. I don't know this one. Willem. Oh. <laughs> of course. Oh, not a fan. Okay. Um, this is not, not like RuPaul's. Willem. You do? Yeah, Willem's. Willem definitely is one of those people who's like, is just saying whatever the hell she wants to say. She doesn't care. Um, this is not RuPaul's best friend race. <laughs> uh, fucking Michelle Visage. <laughs> she says it all the time. <laughs> she does, but originally it was said by LaShawn Beyond. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, look how orange you look, girl. That's Alyssa again. Okay. And this is the final <laughs> one. I don't get cute. I get drop dead gorgeous. Uh, I don't know. That is also Alyssa Edwards. It, oh, duh. The fucking tongue pop. Would have. <laughs> I, so do, I don't know. Do I don't know. How to die. I don't know. How to die. I dated a guy, and that's all he did. And so, like, I, just to annoy him, I would do it back to him. <laughs> that that tongue pop is like the gay version of "That's what she said." In my opinion, <laughs> yeah. that's what he um, would say. It was like it's a it's it's pointed, and it, it's a gay tool. It's it's your it's your uh, it's your battle cry. It's your battle cry. <laughs> um, all right, let me find me my little list of okay. All right, so we got some time. Oh, who what? Of all the queens, of all the seasons, who is your favorite and why? Um, I would have to say Shangela. She makes me laugh the most. And she's on Community as Urbana Champagne. Yes. That, that's really what got me into watching RuPaul's Drag Race because I was like, oh, she, that's Urbana Champagne. And oh, yeah, my the, boyfriend's the, like, yeah. <laughs> the sex wipes, the fucking... The, um... <laughs> fucking Hawthorne, Hawthorne wipes. That's one of my favorite episodes. Advanced That's K. brilliant. So I, just, I just rewatched all of them and I hadn't seen oh, season so five or six. Um, and, and I hadn't watched the original one since. And I don't even think I saw them all. You know what I mean? So, but I watched yeah. them all and it was like, talk about like a, a, a schooling on, on writing sitcoms. Mm -hmm. And like that Jim Rash character... He's he's pansexual so by the end, but he's this—he's almost a scathing critique of like what white gays are. You know what I mean? Like when yeah. people complain about how like white gay male culture—that's Jim Rash—is like the can't like can't be bothered to listen to a woman speak, <laughs> constantly <laughs> fawning over the hottest man in the room. Just that's what it was like yesterday or uh, when the uh, during the insurrection, 
Uh, my favorite thing was, you know, gay Twitter is, is a pale shadow of black Twitter because gay Twitter is filled with, oh my God, yeah, this is terrible, but how hot is that guy with the horns? It's like, as gay men, we can't, oh, no, stop. we can't you stop being, stop. yeah, no, no, we can't stop being gay for a second. <laughs> We're like, but he's hot though. I mean, I'm not mad about it. And it's just like, please stop. Just don't. don't that, that's not for real stuff, stuff that people were saying, was it? Absolutely. Yeah. People, wow. are, people never stop with that. They never stop with the, like, how cute they are. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He Everything he says is terrible. And, yeah, he wants to round up the gays. But have you seen him with his shirt off? Have you seen his shirtless pic? It's just like, come on. Please stop. Okay. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> so we're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to list a few things. And you tell me whether they are gay or straight, whether they belong to gay culture or straight culture, okay? Okay. Um, paintball. That's straight as fuck. Okay. Laser tag. It should be gay, but it's straight just because it's not, it's never like as fun as you think it would be. Yeah. Laser tag is like a great drag name, not necessarily, but you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, uh, football, American football. American football is, uh, it's straight. I'll, okay. give, I'll give them that. Flag football. I would say it's even more straight because they don't want to like physically touch each other. See, I think it's gay because they've added an accessory. Like they're like they can play <laughs> football, but then they add like a little like a little waist scarf. Oh, but but for regular football, you get you're getting gussied up. Like you're all the way with flag football. You're just like you're just wearing whatever you work out in, and then you tie oh, like a thing okay. around you. All right, counterpoint noted. Uh, <laughs> um, green onions. Green onions are, are gay. Oh no, they're they're gay, but they're when they're in drag, they're shout. They're uh, scallions. Scallions was the next one I was going to ask. That's <laughs> so a gay, so a green onion in drag is his name. Is scallions. It's scallions. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> bucket hats. Bucket hats are straight for guys, but lesbian in nature. Nice. Okay. <laughs> Tiny top hats. Like that you would put on like a, like a little dog? Well, like if I'm wearing a regular size top hat and then bam, shablam, I take it off and I got a <laughs> tiny top hat on. <laughs> so okay. No. It's like... I feel like it is gay because it is like, it's theatrics. <laughs> Okay, last one. Well, no, two more. Um, well, three more. I don't know. There's gonna be a couple more. Okay, uh, <laughs> lemonade, the beverage, uh, not the album. Uh, I was gonna say the drink, uh, straight, but the album, gay. Okay, okay, fair enough. Mike's hard lemonade. Mike's hard lemonade. Um, I feel like this was. Um, it's straight for sure. This is a straight drink because it's like supposed to be extreme. Yeah, but I think there was like a gay guy in the uh, in the room when he was pitching it, and he was yeah. just like, "Mike's hard Lem lemonade, just lemonade." Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think if you put the words "Mike's" and "hard" in front of it, it should be gay. <laughs> but then the product is totally consumed by straight people. Um, okay, <laughs> final one: tableside guac. Oh fuck! <laughs> when I think of that, I think of. Uh, uh, like uh, American Psycho, so I want to say uh, violently straight. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's an idea created by a gay person. Absolutely, that's the perfect. Like to me, it is 
gay some gay person invented that i was like oh yeah bitch well watch this i'll fucking entertain these straight people while making fucking guacamole okay they're so stupid they'll just watch anything and then straight people are like this is the best thing i've ever fucking experienced in my life um in fact i can't i i can't be at those restaurants <laughs> uh i was I'm at a, a i was at a like a, to avocado and even just like being around you, it like in that capacity could wow yeah. what? <laughs> sucks <laughs> I used to love I would, it. I used to love avocado is my favorite food, like of all time. So you developed that allergy? That's crazy! <laughs> wow. Um, I went I to ate it too much. Is what oh, really? said. <laughs> I didn't know that it was well, not like that. He said it in a more like you know medical term. Yeah. But yeah, I guess my body built up like kind of like this. It was like, all right, dude, chill. <laughs> yeah. Because I ate it like three times a day, like no lie. Wow. So he didn't say it was like, well, you know, the curse of the avocados. Um, I remember being at a dinner once, like it was like the only, I've only been to like maybe a couple things with industry people. And it was, it was like a dinner for the stand up NBC thing, like after we had done our performance or whatever. And and we were in Louisville, Kentucky and the, they, it was around Cinco de Mayo and they were like, oh, and we're doing, it wasn't even really even a, a, it was like a Latin fusion restaurant. So it wasn't a straight up Mexican restaurant. It was like, it's fancy. And they're like, oh, and we're doing table side guac. And none of us were like, we were like, well, can we just get a regular guacamole? And we don't want it made table side. And they're like, are you sure? And we're like, yes, we're absolutely sure. And so they bring us a guacamole and the table's so long. That happened on one side of the table. On the other side of the table, they saw us get guacamole and just failed to notice that we didn't have it done table side. And then they ordered guacamole themselves and they came and prepared it table side and everyone was embarrassed because they didn't know they were getting table side guac. They just ordered guacamole. You know what I mean? Like, so we had, we had like sidestepped yeah. it. And then, and then for whatever reason, somebody showed up late and was like, oh, that guacamole looks good. And then they ordered another one and then they had to come back to the table a second time. And like, you could tell the guy was like angry i've never been more embarrassed and i was just like oh my god i i've done shit like that working as because we i worked at a bar that did like we made our own tonic so i we had like a tonic cart that you go around and you oh. just make gin and tonics all fancy and shit <laughs> and it, it it was just you know fucking like drunk lululemon moms just waving <laughs> me down constantly it was like oh, like another peach one i was like Mm. they weren't even that good like that's the other thing these fucking suck i love it well i think we're at the end uh tell people where they can find you on the um internets uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at at kevo delgado k-e-v-e no wait k-e-v-o-d-e-l-g-a-d-o and then check out um we have all episodes of selling in at instagram backslash uh, selling in tv okay yeah, and, and I'll include that on the notes for the for the release of the podcast. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for doing it, Delgado. Thank you so much for doing it. Thank you so much again. for having me. Um, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back on. We're going to do a new series, a little sub-series of this podcast where we look at gay sketches over the years and um, Hell yeah. whether they were problematic or not. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> all right. So thank you so much. Bye, straight people. If you thank like this you. podcast, review it on Apple because that's super important apparently. But uh, other than that, like... Uh, Let's just like like let's not throw any overthrow any governments until next week. Okay, let's just put a pin <laughs> in that for the week. All right, thank you. Bye.